Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. The McNugget Buddies are coming through McDonald's again. And they've got brand new fits created by street-style icon Kerwin Frost. Get the brand new Buddies and your McDonald's faves. Your choice of a Big Mac or 10-piece McNuggets, plus a medium fries and medium drink. Collect them all before they're gone. Only in the Kerwin Frost box. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. For me, there's nothing better than showcasing my joy. As a matter of fact, you all get to hear it twice a week, every week. <laughs> Our friends at Frito-Lay know that joy is bold, vivacious, and so contagious. Joy gives life flavor, rhythm, and vibes. And when joy takes flight, it can't be contained. It's robust. More than a smile or a laugh. It's an infectious experience. So here's to all the creators that inspire us with your creativity and passion. Let's keep filling the world with joy. And make sure you look out for the My Joy campaign, powered by Frito-Lay. I want to read your mind, know your deepest feelings, I want to make it right. For you, baby, show me, let me share the mystery, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, listen to your heart tonight, come on, come on, come on, I'll make it all right. Come on, come on tonight. I know a melody we could sing together. I've got the secret key to you, babe. Let's make music, harmonizing ecstasy. Oh, come on, come on. You wanna sing it to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James Ingram was so aggressive the way he came in James on that track. <laughs> Where is James Ingram? Let's look. Is he still? You can with? praise the Lord, niggas, while I look. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back. Welcome all of you. Welcome. Uh, listen, nigga, we made it. It's the last. It's the last episode we will be recording live of getting grown of 2023 and we just couldn't express we couldn't find words enough to express the gratitude that we have to each and every one of you for kicking it around the kitchen table for yet another year Mm, yes we love you guys we do we about to be eight years old in march so nuts and uh, we're like in the third grade and whoa I'm so grateful for you all. I mean, I just really am. 
Just so Kia and I both are just so grateful for you all and your constant support. And we're grateful for the continued growth. And we can't wait until, you know, getting grown comes into its full bosoms. (laughs) And we like, (laughs) we're going to be a bad bitch. Hear me? Okay. (laughs) All right. Oh, James Ingram died. Did he? And... In January of 2019, unfortunately. Oh, my gracious. I did not know that. Me neither. Maybe later, Wikipedia. I already donated Wikipedia. I said hide these appeals for a week already. Oh. Okay, yes. Yeah, he, um, oh, no. What? He died of brain cancer. Really? He was 66 years old. Mm. Mm. Rest in peace, James Ingram. Very, very, very sad. But how are you, sis? I'm all right. I'm I'm uh, I'm ready for this break. <laughs> I'm Bigly. can't wait to just not have a lot of obligations and be able to fully enjoy myself and my family and my loved ones. You know, the ones who are in close proximity. Yeah. Um, and our vacation. I'm very excited yes. for that. <laughs> We're going to have such a good time. Um, yeah. And, you know, just trying to go into this new year with with, with continued gratitude for uh, life, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not promised and it's fleeting. And, you know, the powers that be don't make it easy for us to have a good one. Um, don't make it easy for the world to have a good one, yeah. some more than others. And so I just want to go into the new year with with some with some more gratitude. And um, and, and I'd like to get into more community work next year. Yeah. I know that's the thing. Like, that's something that I want to be really intentional about. Uh, and it's been on my mind the last few months. So I want to be a little bit more intentional about community work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't see me in the streets protesting, but I'll be doing other things. Right. Because <laughs> we all have... Uh our uh part to contribute yeah our part to play our contributions to make uh i agree that you know it's looking forward to resting and reflecting uh you know the world i mean the world is a crazy place and and i feel like Mm -hmm. 2023 has been a sprint i'm not really sure why but i just Uh feel like i've sort of been going and going and going and going it's a blur and uh, I'm excited to take a couple of minutes, a couple of beats mm-hmm. to catch my breath, to sit in, in some stillness and reflect and, you know, in that space of gratitude like you. Um, yes. And also, you know, with that gratitude, looking forward uh, with hope and expectation about the things that are yet to come. So, yes, um, yes. I'm excited. And I, I think, you know, I want to I did some. Did some math, you know. I got a little ahead of myself. I realized getting grown is going to be seven, not eight. Oh, seven, seven. seven. Okay. Um, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank you. You know, I, was, I felt a little bit better. Like what? Like what? But <laughs> right, I, I jumped like, the gun. Damn, it was me. Really? It was me. It was me. <laughs> I jumped the gun. We're going to be seven, not eight. But you know, seven okay, is still seven. a long time. And still, you know, we're we've in grown. Grade. Yes, we're growing. And, you know, I think that we're not finished. Uh, We have lots more to do and lots more to share. And, you know, it's exciting to sort of think about what. Oh, no, 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 no. Finish your sentence. I was going to say it's exciting to think about what's to come. That's all I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. No. And and just continuing that because you you sparked a thought. I just Uh want to thank our... um, 
thank our team, the Getting yep. Grown team, who really puts a lot of l- late nights and early mornings and intention into the guests that we have and the conversations we have and editing and, and all things in between. So I want to give big love to Ty um, for his editing every week for the past seven years. Um, for sure. And full disclosure... We well not now, but but for a great majority of the show, we recorded on Monday nights, and yeah. you all got the show on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that <coughs> couldn't have been done without Ty's hard work. Sure. Um, we also want to thank Mary Akpa for all of the work that she's done behind the scenes. She let me tell y'all something. Mary has gotten us together, okay? She has done things for us that Kia and I did not have the capacity to do and keep hosting the show <laughs> and and all of the things. So yeah. we're really grateful for Mary. Make sure you all stream her music because not only just being a part of this team, she's a phenomenal artist, okay? A phenomenal musician. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also... Lastly, we want to thank our good brother of a long, long time. Long, long time. Xavier Delo, <laughs> because he is also a part of the team. He takes Absolutely. care of all the Patreon editing and the social, and social clips media. that you all see yeah. and so forth. So we want to give big love to our brother of, of many years. Yes. And, uh, and to you all, obviously, of course. Um, Key players. Shout on out the game to Ellison. Yes. And and uh, our so- the social media manager over there. You know who you are. Ow. Uh, we got a lot of love for you too. And so, yeah, we're we're just grateful for everybody. Shout out to y'all. Much love, much love, sis. You want to get into what are we talking about today? We are. Uh, we're gonna do some mailbag. We're just gonna okay. go through a bunch of emails we haven't been able to get nice. to, and some and, and end of the year see house what happens cleaning. from there. Yeah, yeah a little end of the year house cleaning. You know, to year. do the laundry and stuff, house make cleaning. our black IP. You know, you want to just make sure that the house is clean before before as we go into the new year. Uh, you know, with clean baseboards. Let's get it. That's it. All right, so we're gonna head on over into this whatever the fuck. All right, see you there. Let's do it. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Red. What are you up to? Just making sure all the M&M's gifts are wrapped and the balls filled. Remember that one holiday party when we had no M&M's? Oh, boy. I still have nightmares. The cookies? Yeah. You used all the M&M's candies that were meant to decorate the party treats to decorate snowmen. You did it again, didn't you? <laughs> they do look cute, though. Bringing cheer, M&M's for all fun kind. It is time for some listener letters. We're going to do a little mailbag. We're going to dig in and see what y'all been saying for some emails that we haven't uh, had the opportunity to get to because we've had so many amazing conversations with guests that by the time it's time to get to an honesty box or whatever, we (laughs) we ain't got time. Mm -hmm. So... We're going to get to some of those today as to close our year out, see what you all have been talking about, because this is a community we love to hear from you. So I'm going to start off here. All right. 
Does she want a pseudonym? Oh, she gave herself one. Okay. Catherine Johnson's wannabe niece. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, Catherine Johnson's niece. Greetings, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia, giving you all of the flowers. Thank you oh. both for creating and holding space for complicated mother and adult child relationships. Both episodes gave me space to breathe. Mm-hmm. I love my, this is pertains to the it's complicated part one and two. I love my parents deeply and I wouldn't be who I am without them. I'm blessed to have them both here on this physical plane and they just celebrated 35 years of marriage. Yes. They did the best they could. Also and my dad hammered the twice as good for half as much every single time I got to be on an assignment. Simultaneously, I watched and judged my mom for shrinking herself just to stay in the relationship. And don't even get me started on the roles and responsibilities of being the oldest daughter and third parent to my two younger brothers. Thankfully, my siblings and I have been able to have honest conversations about our experiences. It's been hard, but I see progress. Life still be lifing, and that hoe got some hands. My mom was diagnosed with stage two breast cancer, summer 2023. And while I understand the odds are in her favor, being confronted with the mortality of the woman who brought me into this world is an out-of-body experience. The same woman who threatened to take me out of this world if I ever disrespected her. Nope, get somebody else to do it. I don't know that I've ever seen my mom with the flu. From watching her cut her hair off to listening to her complain about how my dad can't cook. Sidebar, my mama is vain, okay? First thing, I understand my grandmother is extremely vain. First thing she talking about after the diagnosis was making sure her brows look good if she had to lose her hair. And yes, she got them done before stepping foot in a cancer treatment. I hear that. She knew that man couldn't cook when she married him. My dad Mm -hmm. has has cooked all of 3.25 meals in my entire life, and it was always spaghetti. Anyways, I have been having a really hard time with my mom's diagnosis, trying to be super daughter while also being super mom to my own six-year-old. These episodes made me feel welcomed and comforted at the kitchen table. I just wanted to say a deep thank you for helping me see that I'm not alone. Thank you, ladies. Katherine Johnson's niece. We we holding we holding a lot of yeah. a lot of love for you. We got you in a big, warm embrace over yes. here right now. Yes, I know this is so. a complicated space to navigate, um, and I can only imagine, you know, facing facing the mortality of your mom while still negotiating, um, while still negotiating complicated feelings, but also a lot of love. So mm-hmm. we we have a lot of love for you, and Bigly. you you got us, and we got you. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you for writing in. And yes, and uh, and sharing. Yes. Oh, there's a rainbow outside my window right now. So oh, that's for you, Catherine Johnson's niece. That's for Catherine Johnson's niece. I'll read the next one. Um, It's also a reference to the "It's Complicated" episode. Uh, It's titled "It's It's Complicated to Infinity," and they've asked for a name. Please give me a name. Um, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan writes, hello, chef and Dr. Kia. Okay. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Let me preface this by saying that you ladies are doing the Lord's work by the breadth of subjects that you discuss. Okay. The guests that you bring and the pure joy that you share with one another and sharing the same with us. I cannot tell you how many times I have shared your episode with my friends groups because it's touched on subjects that we ourselves have discussed i'm a 40 year old haitian american and i say this only to give you some context into how i view my relationship with my mother complicated does not seem to cover it all but we'll use that in my most 
my and most of my friends' households, children were seen and not heard. We were expected to excel, succeed, do amazing things, and take care of our parents when they grow older. There is no notion of children being nurtured the way that I know now was lacking from our parents, but they did the best that they could with the frameworks that they knew. This last episode with Dr. Felicia really resonated with me, and I couldn't finish the episode past the kitchen table because I was in tears. My mother is very much living, and I can't seem to find the words to talk to her about things that really matter to me. Part of me feels like she would be disappointed, and maybe it's in my head. And the other part is that growing up, she did not encourage sharing things or acknowledge that I could have any other feeling other than happy or carefree. Because what responsibility did I have other than being a kid and doing all that was expected of me? Mm. I'm still triggered by that. And I realize now in my relationships, I tend to fix my own issues or take it to God or to my therapist. Because growing up, I knew nobody had time for that, so to speak. Mm. It saddens me that we're not as close as I'm sure she would like us to be. And I'm aware that I'm doing the bare minimum considering we don't live in the same country. I want us to be close. And I don't know how to remove that mental block from my head. When she visits, the silence between us is so deafening to me. It makes me uncomfortable. I find myself hiding in my room or working in my office, often in tears because the words won't come out. But I love her and I would do anything for her. I just wish I knew how to be the adult and a kid with her mother at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this letter is coherent to you at all, but I just wanted to share my thoughts. And I pray that, th that you both continue to be safe and have what you need daily as you continue to bless us and pour into us. Chef Jade, I'm hoping to meet you and taste your delicious food one day because the Taurus in me loves to eat. Blessings. I know you do. Blessings <laughs> to you both. And that's from Shaka Khan. Ah, uh, Shaka, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan, girl, let me tell you First something. First of all, this not only was very coherent. Yes. It, was, it resonated and I understand. Yes. More than you, more than you realize. I was, yes. Yes. you know, I have, I love my mom and yes. I struggle sometimes with conversation with her and sharing, not out of shame, because my mom knows, she knows who I am, mm -hmm. but also just, it's like, uh, there's just a a a, a gap there somewhere yeah. in, in that communication, and a lot of that has come from the relationship that was created. Um, mm -hmm. And now I'm trying to find ways to actively work against that, and that's yeah. a lot of fucking work, and it's hard. It is hard. So I have so much love for you, and I understand so much how you're feeling. Um, yeah, and I just wonder if you've ever considered writing your mom a letter mm -hmm. and seeing what comes from that. Because sometimes getting our thoughts out on paper or the computer or whatever um, can really help us to organize them mm -hmm. uh, and to be a lot more transparent than we might otherwise be in vocal conversation. And I think a letter might allow her to sit with your words without an opportunity to respond until that time comes. And um, if you have done that, so be it. But if you haven't, it might be something worth considering because um, sometimes it's a really lovely way to communicate and for somebody to have to really process uh, how you're feeling in your words um, without being able to like respond. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead, sis. No, I was just going to acknowledge the, the work 
um, yeah. of sort of you reflecting on the feelings that you felt yeah. in response to the conversations um, on the show. And I also want to acknowledge that, you know, what you share was not only beautifully communicated, but it was mm-hmm. it resonated with me. It resonated with Jade. And I'm sure it resonates with a lot of people listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've done a lot of thought and reflection about those conversations since we've had them. And uh, one thing that I will say is I think we've all sort of take for granted the labor that's required to sort of communicate across generational divides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I acknowledge that my mother grew up in a world that was very different than the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, those differences, uh, they seem to be very, you know, I'll say this, I'll say it like this. My mom prepared me for the world that she thought I was going to live in mm-hmm. or the life that she thought I was going to have. And she did the best she could based on the information that she had. But mm-hmm. I grew into who I am. And it's nobody's fault, but there's just distance and difference there. And we have to work to figure out how to communicate across that. So um, don't be so hard on yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. It's nothing. It's not your fault. It's not. uh, I I know because, you know, I think there's a lot of similarity between my situation and what you've shared and we tend to sort of assume responsibility and fault for things that are not our fault or our responsibility we're just you know it is what it is and it's not you know you didn't do anything that made this this way um and you're working to to learn how best to move through it and that takes time and sometimes that takes trial and error and failure and trying again um, but you know, it's clear to me that you love your mother, uh, and you will continue to, to work, to, um, create and develop that closeness over time because of that love. So I just hope that you will receive, um, that and sit with that and take some of that pressure off of yourself to yeah. try to fix this. Because it's not all yeah. on you to no. fix. Mm-mm. No. And, and you know, over time, you'll get more understanding. You'll get more clarity. You'll get more perspective. You'll get more comfort sitting with yourself, sitting with your feelings, communicating your feelings. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're all working through it, just like you. Yeah. Because, like, like, like you say, sis, our parents... A lot of our parents grew up in a in a in a very it's just specific different. and different time. It's just and there's different. a there's a, a a communication barrier. There's a hardness. There's a coldness sometimes. And a defensiveness, right? Because yeah, they don't want that, to not. They don't want to not know. They know everything. Right. They've known everything, right? right? So like, so because I, I said so exactly. And we all have to work through that. And it's going to yeah. take time. And it's going to you know. Some things sometimes, and you know, not to be that girl, but you know, training in the gym has taught me a lot. It's been a powerful metaphor that's helped me to see a lot of things, Boo! right? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm it's helped me to sort of appreciate mm-hmm. and embrace when things hurt. 
Mm-hmm. It's helped me to it's has helped me to recognize mm-hmm. that some things only come by difficulty, by mm-hmm. pain, mm-hmm. by discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I know it's easy and it would be ideal if we all could just sort of breeze through life with no <laughs> challenge or resistance. But yeah, you have no sometimes, character Yeah, but sometimes the strength only comes after it hurts. Mm. You have to acknowledge mm. that this hurts. This is whack. This is uncomfortable. This is mm. trash. I don't like it. Only then can you work to do something about it. Can you work to do things differently? So mm. all of that to say, I am in a place where I'm accepting. I don't like it. But I'm accepting of the parts of my relationship with my mother, with all of my family, with my father, with all of my family mm-hmm. that are discomfort, uncomfortable, that mm-hmm. have hurt and still hurt. You know, I'm yeah. OK with that, you know, because it's not mm-hmm. my fault that it hurt. I didn't make it hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I know that if I can sit in this hurt long enough, it won't hurt as much. And I can Mm. start to move through the hurt. So I hope, Shaka Khan, that you, you know, I think you don't consider the fact that you're having these feelings as a sign of you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. These feelings mean that you are doing it right, girl. Mm -hmm. You're doing it right. You're doing what you got to do to grow up, to get better, to ensure that your future relationships won't be, you know, you're learning, you're growing, you're getting better. So I hope that that's helpful. And we in it too. We all in it together, girl. Sister. (laughs) All in it together. All together now. (laughs) Okay, next. (laughs) Okay. Let's do the next one. I'm going to just go ahead and give pseudonyms, even if y'all don't ask for it, because nobody I, nobody gave permission, and that's fine. Sister, give me a pseudonym. Uh, let's go with Dion Warwick. Dion <laughs> Warwick! Hey, Offset. <laughs> Every time, I can't resist. <laughs> offset! Um... <laughs> Did you see, wait, hold on. Did you see, you know, the viral surprise, surprise? Yes, of course. So uh, somebody tweeted and said, did you know that the surprise, surprise lady was a white woman who actually stole and pirated a lot of black women's songs uh, in the 80s and 90s? And they was like, they said, including Dionne Warwick, right? So she stole one of Dion Warwick's songs. I guess re-recorded Dion Warwick's song. Mm-hmm. And Dion saw that post and retweeted it and was like, surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love Dion. I love her. So much. Her, her niece, whoever's doing this, I love you. I got a lot of love surprise, for you. Surprise. <laughs> I was like, so good. <laughs> I love the generational. See, the generations are coming together. I don't care what nobody says. They are. They are. We There's a point where we all mesh. Woo! I don't know if it's TikTok or what, but. All right. So Dion Warwick writes, hello, Chef Jaden, Dr. Kia. So I'm Greetings. listening to It's Complicated 2. 
Jade is currently going off about the noise. Okay. Oh, God. What noise? What a time. <laughs> I mean, you don't remember that oh, fucking... Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes that yes. construction. Yes, yes. How yes, disrespectful. Yes. Anyway. Okay. This episode hit home and it hit hard. Oh. My mom was diagnosed with dementia when I was 18 and passed August wow. 5th, 2022, exactly a month after my 29th birthday. Wow. With dementia, my mom became a stranger almost. Her body was still hers, but not her mind. She lost her ability to speak very early on, so I didn't hear her say I love you anymore. I wonder all the time if she knew how much I loved her. I grieve the fact that she didn't really get to see me become a woman. I grieve that my mom doesn't, get to, doesn't see my achievements and even my failures. Just like Dr. Commodore, I hear all the time that I look just like my mom and it still hurts. I'm currently learning what Dionne Warwick likes and who I am. My grandmother took care of my mom in another state. So for years, at least two times a month, I was driving to be with my mom for a weekend. Here at 30, I'm learning myself. My mom is everything to me. I also know that she would not want her passing illness to be my top personality trait. Mm. She also wouldn't want my life on pause. So I grieve, I cry, I laugh, I love and it's all for her. Yes. Thank you all so much. Love Beautiful. you both. Dion Warwick. I almost cried. Dion. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Dion, oh, man. You nailed it, girl. Ooh. Because what you're saying is sort of the, the, the quintessence of grief. Yeah. That is it. And um, mm. this this what you're I'm I'm very. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Yeah. And uh and it's okay for you to have these feelings. Yes. And it's okay for you to have all of them at the same time <clears throat> or one at a time or however they decide to come at you. It that's all right. And your mother would not want your life on pause, but your mother would mm -hmm. understand that you are yeah. hurting. Mm -hmm. That this hurts, that this is hard. And that you don't know how to do it. Yeah. And so you have to go through all of the feelings that come with figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm proud of you. Mm. I'm proud of you mm -hmm. because I know intimately what it's like to lose somebody. So young. Mm -hmm. um, but we are here for you and we love you and... Mm -hmm. uh, I hope that you'll keep in touch with us and let us know how you're um, moving through your grief journey and know yeah. that you're not in it by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, Dion. <laughs> you, you made a nigga cry. <laughs> Real bad. <You> made, yeah. <laughs> Real bad. I was like, oh, my nose is turning red. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> real bad. Real bad. No, nah, we, we, we love you. We yeah. love you. And you're welcome to write in here anytime. Anytime. You got a team. Anytime. Mm. Um, Woo. That oh, one man. got me. Mm -hmm. That one got me. I'll read the next um, one. All right. Uh, all right. Give me. give. Oh, yeah. I have to give you one, huh? Yes. Give me one. Shaka Khan, we've Jack, had Shaka. Jack Dion. A. Harry. Jack A. Sandra <laughs> Claw. Mary. Maybe. <laughs> um, 
Praise the Lord, niggas. I can't thank you enough for these episodes and all of the emotions that I experienced listening to them both. The It's Complicated episodes. Uh, resonated with each of you ladies and the stories that you shared about the various relationships that you have with your mothers. I laughed. I cried. I reflected each time that I listened twice so far. I learned mm. so much more about my own mother wound. And as a 51-year-old mother and soon-to-be grandmother, I also congratulated myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing the work so that I don't pass down the trauma from my mother that she passed down from hers. We haven't spoken in years, and as much as I have tried with her, it's best that she remain on her side of the street and I on mine. Mm. She lives across the street from me. Wow. Mm. Dr. Felicia slapped me in the face with the reality that my youngest daughter gets to experience the healed version of me that my Mm. older children didn't meet until they almost entered their teens. Although I've talked to them about their experience, I made it a point to discuss their feelings in therapy as I now have sessions with each of them one-on-one to ensure (sighs) that healed is our permanent status. Oh, man. Thank you for sharing your stories and allowing your listeners a safe space to share as well with immense gratitude, Jack A. Harry. Jack A. Oh, y'all man. are just, y'all are what, just. Like, what? Well, first of all, it's our fault because Woo! we were not able to get to these emails. So here we are revisiting things and they're punching us in the stomach. Woo! But in a good way. Um, y'all first have and foremost, really, we're y'all are doing a thing that, today. Okay. Like, I'm like, not me uh, with these ratty red rimmed eyes. Uh, <laughs> I did not come here for this. Not today, we didn't, but I guess we did. <laughs> I mean, Jack A. We brought said, it on the sale. I love that. I love that. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I'm helped. Oh, man. I'm not going to do it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Uh-huh. It's okay. I just did it. Go ahead, sister. You're not by yourself. I'm helped to know that mm. there are women who um, are working to repair uh, mm-hmm. relationships with their daughters because of things that we have shared. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as we shared, you know, it wasn't easy to... Oh my God! Tell the Yo, truth. Yo, we almost we almost didn't put the episode out. I call. I had a moment. I called and I said, "I don't think we should put it out." It wasn't easy to tell the truth um, because we love our moms, not because we don't. Okay, because mm-hmm. of the opposite, because mm-hmm. we have such great respect for them and their journeys and their humanity and what was hard for them, mm-hmm. and that they were doing the best they could trying to raise these kids despite the conditions that they had to navigate Mm -hmm. um, in their own womanhood. And so to know that there are mothers of, uh, you know, women in their 20s that listen to Mm -hmm. this show and because of something that we said are now working to repair and heal, that does something for me. That does something for me more than I can find the words to express right now. But know that, know that uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the time to let us know that we are not, you know, bearing our truths to the world mm-hmm. for naught. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
to hear that this is a 51-year-old woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who is addressing herself, yourself, is just, I, I don't have the words either, actually. I just, what you're doing for your family is beautiful, and I am so intentional. You go to therapy with each of your kids. Mm-hmm. That is, that is beautiful. Um, and I know a lot of us sometimes struggle too with like raising our kids differently than how we were raised. And then the grandmothers sometimes put, uh, we're talking about with the weight. We're talking about in the pre-show, sis, where the the grandmothers will sometimes mm-hmm. say things where we're like, ah, ah, we don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. And sometimes that's hard, right? But I love that you're you're like this is what I'm doing for going oh forward for us and I'm not going to let that affect me and yeah the time and the intention the money that you're putting into into making sure that your relationship with your kids mm. is the healthiest and then you've got a grandchild coming so imagine what you doing this work is doing for your child who is bringing their own child into this world you're you are doing spiritual work and I just for your lineage and it's just so admirable and and we're just so grateful you shared that with with us Jack A we're grateful thank you mm 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 Ooh. woo <laughs> yikes <Bleh>. okay <laughs> I know okay this is a long one but it's from a GGB. Are you ready? It is. I'm ready. I'm ready. I have Are a you... pseudonym. Okay, give it to me. <laughs> I will say we should call him Smokey Robinson. <laughs> oh! Demonic eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been comfortable with Smokey Robinson's me, eyes. neither. Well, maybe we should never. call him that because he's kind of creepy. Let's change it. Okay, let's do... <laughs> Let's do David Stop Ruffin. Stop drinking that wine. Stop smoking that crack. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's <laughs> do David Ruffin. Ruffin. David Ruffin. David. Yes. We David love Ruffin. David Ruffin. Yes. David Ruffin and the Temptations. Yeah. I Ain't like nobody come to that. see you, Otis. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to see David Ruffin and the Temptations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're going to be adults. Yeah. Um, David Ruffin writes... Hello, Dr. Kia and Jade. (laughs) I'm sorry, I won't read that like that. I'm writing in as a longtime listener in GGB based in Atlanta who loves the show and the lessons on adulthood you share each week. I'd love a he, him pseudonym. I got you, David. I got you. You got two. And then one of them got red. I know. We changed the first because we don't, yeah. we don't, we both feel wholly uncomfortable around Smokey, but it's not. Smokey, I, I just, niggas in light eyes. And, no. and for those listening, sorry, my mom has green eyes. <laughs> She's a shifty one. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm just playing, I'm just playing. Okay, I wanted to share this as a response to the mother's episode, specifically Dr. Commodore's kitchen table talk about losing her mom. Both hit me like a ton of bricks. I unfortunately lost my mother on September Mm. 17th of this year and honestly don't know how I made it through either of these kitchen table conversations. But after many tears and many stops and starts, I'm so glad I did. Long story short... My mom went into cardiac arrest just before Labor Day in her hometown and never recovered once she went into the hospital. Mm. 
because she lost oxygen to the brain for well over 30 minutes before the ambulance arrived. Thank God there was someone there to perform CPR. She unfortunately was put on a ventilator for about two weeks, and we tried to figure out the best next medical steps to take. Ultimately, the neurologist and team of doctors were clear about her poor prognosis, telling us it was highly unlikely that she'd ever recover. And at best, she'd live for six months to a year in a vegetative state. My siblings and I knew she'd never want to live like that, so we decided to send her to hospice care and pull the plug. I'm the youngest of three. I'm 31 but the most responsible of my brother and my sister by far. I once wore that as a badge of honor, but in this situation, being the person who was in charge of making all of my mom's medical decisions and having to sign as next of kin to take her off the ventilator, knowing full well she'd make her transition soon after was the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm. At only 60, she is truly gone too soon. Though I feel butt booty naked putting y'all in the entire kitchen table in my personal business like this, Writing this email feels like something I have to do. I wouldn't feel right not letting you two know how much this show and the honest conversations about grief have helped me as I navigate this very difficult time. Also, the timing of your conversation with Dr. Commodore just feels so eerie. It's like God knew I needed her as a vessel to give me a roadmap for navigating life after losing my mom. And the conversation about moms with Fran and Crystal also helped me grapple with sometimes difficult relationship I had with my mom. Yes, I cried like a baby listening to these conversations, but it was actually so comforting and cathartic to hear these perspectives as I start my grieving process from ground zero. Also, as a longtime listener, I have to give Dr. Kia her flowers for her constant vulnerability and wisdom about grief she shared after the passing of her beloved brother and grandmother. She's given me a possibility model for navigating such a huge loss, truly. While I don't know Dr. Kia personally, I feel like I've gotten an intimate look into her grief at different stages and have always admired how she can speak to it with grace and poise. In some strange way, I feel like if she can make it, then I can too. Thank you to each of your beautiful ladies for helping us to navigate this ghetto, ghetto, terrible, awful hood called adulthood by bringing us raw, honest and laugh till you cry conversations about life's ups and downs. I feel like I'm living in a fever dream, especially as I've had to navigate paying for the funeral out of pocket and being the executor of an estate without a will. But because of this show, I know I can stand strong and persevere. At any rate, the show makes me feel much less alone and like I can get through the other side of this tough time. I love you both to pieces and wanted to let you know the profound impact you've had on me and many others. Though I'm devastated, Ooh. I have so much to be grateful for. You don't know how many times someone has asked me how I'm doing right now and I've responded with, I'm safe and have what I need. Thank you for such a beautiful mantra. Anyway, sorry for the long email. Please don't apologize. But one last thing. I'm attaching a picture from when my mom came to my office for bring your parents to work day. It felt silly at the time, but I'm so grateful for the opportunity to bring her to my job so she could see me in action. It was one of the proudest days of my life. Love y'all. David. Oh, man. Look at them. Oh, oh man. First of all, your smiles. Y'all look alike. I don't know. I don't know if I just triggered you by saying that. I'm, sorry. I'm not good. <laughs> I know. I saw you, sis. I was not. I was trying to. I am also. Uh, and then <laughs> David Ruffin. <sighs> David Ruffin. Thank you for. Thank you for sharing with us. Go, sister. I. Uh, mm. Um. 
Mm. Oh man, I did not. <laughs> um. I hate that I have to welcome you into this club mm. of heartbroken children who have lost the people who were core to who they are. Yeah. But you are not alone. And we will continue to figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Um. I've never wanted to be someone who is known for grief. <laughs> um, but I'm learning and will continue yeah. to continue to try <laughs> to be proud of that because we who grieve need to know that our grief is a badge of honor. It is a tribute. It is a demonstration of how deeply we loved. So mm. I can't be ashamed of grieving because I'll never be ashamed of my brother. Mm. And I'll never be ashamed of my gram. Um, and all that they are to me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't feel... I appreciate you thanking me. It feels weird. Because I don't know that I've done anything. I'm going to cry to the microphone. <laughs> I'm going to have to challenge you there, sis. Um, you know, we talked at the top of this episode about how we are going to hit seven years. Um, and I remember very, 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 very early on, you didn't want to share um, the loss of Brian. And it wasn't because you were ashamed, but you didn't want that to be your personality and you didn't want people to feel sorry for you and it was a plethora of reasons and sorry to put you out here like this no. but it's coming full circle because I remember us having a conversation and I told you I said this is a part of your life it's a part of who you are and not only that while this is not the reason you are going to resonate with so many people who are experiencing such a heavy grief, a very specific heavy grief. Um, and it had, we have gotten so many responses over the years due to sharing the journey of your grief. And so I know there are so many people who are grateful because they don't feel alone and they feel seen and they feel okay to go through their own grief journey. And so I will argue you when you say that you've not done anything but cry mm -hmm. on the microphone 
because it's clear that that is not true. <clears throat> Your transparency has been a gift for so many others. So I want you to know that. Thank you, sis. Um, thank you, uh, David. Oh, David. Um, it's a hard because you don't want. I often struggle because. Um, no, I don't want anyone's pity, or I don't want to sort of. Um, I also recognize that I'm not the only one who's lost somebody, and I don't want to like hog all. I don't know. Make it about. I don't know. It's weird. I'm struggling to find my words. I guess okay. what, I, what I'm trying to say is um, I don't claim to know, you know, why we lose or why we have to lose our loved ones. Mm -hmm. um, but I do trust that, you know, all things happen for some reason. Uh, and we may know, not know the reason for some, for a very long time. I will say mm -hmm. that, but I will share this message with Dr. Commodore um, so that she will know. How that was many, next on the list. How many people have been helped by her transparency? Um, and again, David, you know, I meant what I said. Mm -hmm. uh, you are not you are not by yourself and so if there are ways that we mm. can be supportive um please please let us know mm -hmm. um, yeah and thank you for sharing your story with us and for letting us know who you are because that's important to me mm-hmm and I want to acknowledge that. So thank you. Hmm. Thank you very much. Whew. He also, I want to, he also included a PS. I want to make sure I read. It said, yes, I love y'all's episode about estate planning, making a will. And I'm kicking mm -hmm. myself for not putting those lessons into action. If I can offer some advice to the kitchen table, please go back and listen and make sure you your loved one and your loved one's affairs are, are as in order as they can be. Estate planning is a big investment, but something you can do right now that will make your life much easier. Um, another thing you can do if you're an Apple user is to add a legacy contact to your yeah. iCloud account, iPhone, MacBook, iPad. That ensures that at least the valuable data on your devices can be passed on to those that need it in case of emergency um, and often without power of attorney or a court order. Yeah. That's amazing advice. Yes. Thank you so much, David. I didn't even, I'm sorry. I was so. <laughs> yeah. No, no. That's <sighs> actually, that's, that's very sound advice. Um, and we might need to bring back a part two to the estate planning conversation. For sure. Because... And I was going to, yeah. Or it, we'll need to do both. I think we do that. And I also am going to, 
we could probably rerun the that estate planning episode. Or yeah, link we'll reprise that for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll but reprise yeah. that. Woo! Woo! I think it's All right, my turn to read <sighs> another one uh, written in response uh, to "It's Complicated Too." Um, do you want to give her a, a, a pseudonym, sis? Oh yeah, um, Minnie Ripperton. Minnie Ripperton. Do 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 do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what key that was in, but just let me. Uh, hi, Doctor Kia, Chef Jade, and Doctor Felicia. Okay, Doctor Felicia. Yeah. Let me tell you, Doctor Commodore is an unofficial guest for the for portion of this episode. I can hold you. Period. Thank you all so much for this episode. My mom transitioned in December of 2020, so I very much appreciate mm. this episode. When Dr. Felicia talked about uh, that a new person post-departure of a loved one, I screamed amen like I wasn't at work. <laughs> mm, mm, <laughs> no one mm. talks about how hard it is to grieve your loved one in your previous life all at once. My mommy was yeah. my everything, so I had literally had to learn how to survive on this rock without my everything. I'm so mm-hmm. thankful that you all have created this safe space for we black women to come and find community. You two have been such a big part of my healing. And Dr. Felicia just added herself to mm-hmm. my list. Thank you. Please keep having these vulnerable, empowering conversations because they are needed. Y'all really out here doing the Lord's work. Thank you again. And please tell Dr. Felicia, I said, thank you for being so real with us. I love y'all for real. No Monique. In fact, <laughs> With love, Minnie Ripperton. <laughs> Minnie Ripperton. Uh, I love y'all for real. No Monique. Okay. I love you know. black people. They're like, while I'm talking about something heavy, let me just be an asshole. <laughs> because real quick. that's how coping mechanism. That's how we have survived being, exactly. you know, <laughs> oppressed. <laughs> for, you know, this is how we make it through. But listen, exactly. Minnie Ripperton, girl. Um, <laughs> yeah. We love you. Uh, and I will do. absolutely make sure that Dr. Commodore is made privy to all of these uh, good emails. I'll make sure to tell her to get her a tissue and sit down and listen to this week's episode of Getting Grown Child because it's going to get rough. And we're so grateful for you, Fee, for coming through. And, yeah, man. Bigly. And being so vulnerable about the layers um, behind grief and, yes. and, and mother-daughter relationships. Real bad. It's... Woo. Y'all are y'all are out here just I mean, getting on my nerves today. But We're thank doing you. So much. <laughs> thank you because you all are um Yeah. Y'all are y'all are all right. Y'all are all right. <gasps> all right, let's get into a couple of more before okay. we <laughs> Yikes and y'all just y'all just and yikes. Before we cruise Okay, good. We get to break this up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we get Okay, black cliches, colloquialisms, and sayings. All right. Christina says, Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. When I heard you guys talking about older black people and their sayings, I immediately thought of my dad. For as long as I can remember, he would fuss at us about putting on a hat or coat talking about get a hat before you catch pneumonia and you're behind. In your butt. It took me <laughs> it took me way too long to realize your behind is actually not at all where you can catch pneumonia. It has nothing to do with a hat or jacket. 
<laughs> now I'm a pharmacist and I know better. But every time I leave the house when it's chilly or cold, that's what I say to myself in that's my head. Right. Let me get my coat before I catch pneumonia in my in behind. My behind. And I say it to my kids as well. <laughs> that's right. Be blessed, Christina. <laughs> I love it. I we love that. We are so blessed. Hello. I told you, that's like this lady at my grandmother's church going to tell me one day when we were visiting. She's like, "You why you don't have no stockings on? You can catch a cold in your legs. That don't make no damn sense. But okay, I'll wear some tights next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love old black people. I think that you will get... Do you see the next one, sis? This one, I think... I be- do! Yes. Yes. This is from Melanie King. She writes... Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Takia. Hey, cousins. Double graduation hey. shout-out couple here, Melanie and Vince. We both shouted both of them out. Yes, Hello. med school. What's we, up, boo? We <laughs> catered the runner-up of the second season of Netflix Barbecue Showdown. Chef ah! Logan's Zeph Barbecue put his thigh, leg, and foot in this food, okay? Yes. We had brisket smoked turkey greens with smoked turkey next. The only mm. way to have them. Mm. mac and cheese and then his wife Anna's banana pudding listen I don't mm. think I'm ever cooking for a holiday for a long long time all I did was make stuffing and mashed potatoes picked attached picks attached and she did attach the pigs honey because these plates are plated this is a proper plate plates okay? are plated and let me tell you something she got her greens and Brussels sprouts on the side right and they're separate dishes right. this is a balanced meal plates are plating Plates are plating. Wow, this is I proper. too enjoy my greens in a bowl so that the juices, you know, will have, you know, they can sit in the, you know, you don't exactly. want your, the, the greens juice running all over the plate, you see. But see, I will tell you. Sometimes there's one that's little true. moment where that's that true. little bit of green that's juice true. gets on your dressing. That's true. And it's like, mm. That's true. Oh, mm. that's true. Mm. Okay. Oh, that made me so happy. That plate was plating. You all had a proper Thanksgiving. And let me tell you about the joys of finding ease within holiday prep. Because now that we have, I cooked and we went to Crystal's, I'm never going back again. (laughs) Cooking and not having a host. Oh, it's the perfect (laughs) marriage for me. So shout out to (laughs) y'all. Yo. (laughs) Oh, Papa gave us their own pseudonym. Oh, excuse us. Corey Baxter. Who's that? I have no idea. Well, let's Google it real fast because we've got to understand the pseudonyms. Who's Corey Baxter? I don't know. Corey Baxter. Oh, (laughs) child. It's the little brother from Nesso Raven. Okay. Okay. Get us away from here. <laughs> like, like, who's going to know who it was? Why you say Eddie Winslow? Because <laughs> <laughs> he must be a little bit younger than us. <laughs> or Bud. No, you ain't right now. It's, it's just... <laughs> Merlin Santana. Oh, that's the next one if we get another oh, man. Yes. Okay. Stanley. Oh. Oh, rest in peace, Stanley. A handsome, a handsome human being. Fine, honey, fine. Truly. Fine. You know, I don't say that often, but he could have. Okay. Hello, Hello, Dr. Jade and Chef Kia. Okay. Because we all know those titles are basically interchangeable. Period. Period. Because I be chefing. Brilliant. (laughs) We're ridiculous. I hope this finds you both well. I didn't stop by for a long time, but I did stop by for a good time. So let's get right to it. 
My I know that's right is for my own self. I hear that. I am an elementary uh, school music teacher and I'm currently knees and elbows deep in preparation for our school's Christmas program. I've been sharing the journey of getting the program together with my bestie. On the phone today, he asked, so how are things going for your program? When he asked, I really had to sit back and realize just how much had been accomplished in this week alone. About 90% of my students, K through six, know their song lyrics, along with choreography for the program. My select dance group has learned 95% of their dance, so now all we have to do is clean it. And number three, a lot of these finishing touches have happened in three work days this week as I was out sick one day. I'm writing this on a Thursday. I said all that to say when my friend asked me that, I really had to give myself my own props. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure that my students have every opportunity for success. And I'm starting to see that the hard work pays off. Thank you both for allowing us to have a space to not only lift each other, but our own selves as well. I know that's right. Love, piece of hair grease, Corey Baxter. Go ahead, Corey Baxter. You better teach these babies. I love that And make them our future. Period. Oh, for me, uh, can can one day next year or, you know, in the coming future, you all do Sir Duke and then dedicate it to me because that was a song that I had to learn in band. <laughs> and, you know, just Auntie J loves the kids and I want Very them to much. know the good All right, Corey the goodness Baxter. that is Stevie Wonder. Go ahead, Corey Baxter. All right, sis. Who's uh, next? This very next colloquialism <laughs> is just really good to me. Uh, it reads thusly. <laughs> Uh, my grandpa likes to tell us when we talk too much it's like it's like a clap in a goose's ass ah! and I don't know what that means but I love it I love it I love everything about it Ooh. oh my god Perfect. Ooh, that made my stomach hurt oh Perfect. that was amazing so good oh, it's like a clap in a goose's ass it's like a clap in a goose's ass. I don't know what oh that has god. to do with talking I don't either, too much, but but thank oh you. Oh my god! <laughs> thank you for your service. Thank oh you so my much. god! Thank you thank to your you. grandpa. Yes. Like I love him. And thank you for putting that into us. Um, Ooh, thank you. We got you. one more. Okay. Sis. Our last one. Okay, they want a pseudonym. She wants a pseudonym because she said they're fun. Oh, these they, these niggas like this at this exactly. point. Exactly. So <laughs> let's go ahead and close it out. I'm feeling like we were... It's our last pseudonym of the year, girl. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, the pressure. Let me think. Let me think. The last one, okay. I will say uh, Nina Simone. Oh! Nina Simone. A troubled woman of a <laughs> with a deep history. Okay. <laughs> also, that's shout out to XD. That's his favorite singer. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> he hates her. Okay. He hates everybody. He hates NDRE, I know, but I didn't know he well, also. Okay. Deservedly. Okay. okay. Uh hey Jaden, Dr. Kia. <laughs> My name is Nina Simone. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm a new listener and I've been binging episodes for the past two weeks. Well, hey girl. Listening to your podcast. What up? Listening to your podcast makes me feel seen. It started when my best friend sent me the It's Complicated episode because that's exactly what kind of relationship I've had with I have with my mother. It's gotten better over the years, but we still have our moments. I'm writing because I'm in my so what era. Period. 
I used to be so worried about what people thought of me that I never gave myself permission to really be me. After a clash with my mother, I realized where that came from. She's always concerned about what people will think. Even at the grown age of 37, she still thinks of me as a reflection of her as a mother. Mm. I decided to free myself from the opinions of others, especially when it comes to my parents. I'm also embracing my various interests, specifically the ones I was worried about being judged for, like skateboarding. Here. I'm a black woman in my 30s and I like skateboarding. I know, she put that's it right. You better yell it. <laughs> If people start to question my sexuality or how I identify because of my clothes, so what? Why does their opinion matter? I love this new freedom of expression that Gen Z has blessed us with. I've decided to show up how I want to show up. If that if that changes in six months or even the next day, so what? That's my prerogative. That's right, Bobby Brown. I feel like a teenager. Okay. (laughs) You can do what you want to do. That's right. I feel like a teenager exploring my personal style and how I want to show up in the world. And it feels good. You Nina Simone. Nina Simone. You deserve to do what you want to do. Sun in the sky. I know how you feel. What you want. You do what you want. When I was in uh, Atlanta Mm. with my father's family for Thanksgiving, my my father's side of the family, um, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. one of my cousins asked me, and I think he thought he was being funny or he was like trying not to be shady. He was like, I'm not trying to be shady, but you know, you don't have any children. Like, what do you do outside the of fuck? work? Like, he was like, what do you do, like, every day? He was like, so much of my life has been about, you know, making sure the kids need are where they need to be, have what they're supposed to have. Like, you know, so you don't have that. So what do you do, like, every day? I oh was gosh, like... I come home and I sit I was in like, my car for 12 nigga, hours and I week. do what I want. No. I know you don't know <laughs> nothing about fuck? that. I do what I want. I do what I want. I do what I, I want to do. Sh- I don't want to talk of shit about your cousin, but I ain't want to. <laughs> but I don't, I don't. I don't think he. I don't think honestly. I don't he think he meant mean any harm. I know. But you know, yeah. there's. But you know, a lot of times I, you get that a lot. People who have children often think that people who don't have children don't have a life or don't have any business at all. Especially people who have children and also have a very narrow mindset of this world and how you can have children and your children can be your world, but there's also more world out yes, there. Yes, you can have and some business okay as well. Yeah. To have some business for yes. yourself. You can have some business about yourself. But I say all of that to say that uh, Nina, Nina Simone is in her I So What era. She's in her I Do yeah. What I Want to Do era. And I'm here yeah. for it. I'm, I'm glad about too. it. Can you send us a skateboarding video? I, I would love see. that. Yes, yes, and please. So listen, guys, yes. this has been a whirlwind. So wow. w- we've had all of the emotions, this uh, this grab bag, <laughs> this mail bag. But listen, <laughs> yeah. let me tell you, I think this is just proof positive that we are all in the thick of figuring out the highs and lows, mm. the ups and downs, the twisted turns, mm. the tests, the trials of adulting in here together. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm just so grateful to know sis that us being open and honest and sharing and communicating and talking and learning and living out loud through this platform gives other people the courage, the resources, the mm-hmm. you know, hutzpah. Hutzpah. <laughs> 
to get out here. Sounds like and, a nasty loogie. Right. To get <laughs> out sorry. here and do what we got to do uh, as yeah. far as figuring all of this out. And so know hmm. that we love y'all. And we really yeah. appreciate I think this was a great way to close hmm. out 2023. Oh, dead ass. Yeah. Dead A, right? So I mean, it was so, yeah. so good. And mm. I'm excited. I know that we have much more to continue to to learn and grow and do because, you know, you know, that's the thing about adulting. You don't ever reach mm-hmm. a peak where it's like, oh, well, I'm here now and I know yep. it all. You will yep. continue. Life will continue to bust you upside your head with all kinds of things that you didn't see coming. Uh, mm. But the good mm-hmm. news is we can all figure it out together. So that's what's up, sis. I love y'all and I love you, sis. And I'm so grateful for this space that we have um, and that we've built. And next year, we'll get into some grieving conversations from my perspective with everybody that. else who's dead inside because that's <laughs> a different side of things. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's no, I have to negotiate like, is something wrong with me a lot of times when Why? I'm in the process of grief? Oh, yeah. when you're in your no, process I'm of grief. I'm so serious. I'm so because, because it doesn't because it shows up different for everybody. That's true. And that's the thing that we have to embrace. We have to embrace that it does not look one way and it looks different for everybody. And it looks different for you at different stages. I would I mean, I I I guess I didn't mean to laugh. Or I apologize. No, I was, I'm not I guess I was please I, I was, laugh at inappropriate moments no, all the time. I was just taken aback because I, I would not characterize you as the person that's dead inside. I think you have you have very real feelings. Well, I cried three times. Exactly. In this comment. This exactly. Is, that's no, a record. That's not a, no, but I, I'm excited. I think we could we should talk through that because you're yeah. right. It doesn't show up for everybody every way. And I'm yeah. worried that you saying that you're dead inside. No, I'm, that's just my dark humor. Oh, but fair. Okay. I do. I do think it would be good to have those conversations. No, I, I agree. Think. That's why I was telling you. I was like, you need to share these things because yeah. your grief is is showing up in a, in a particular way that is going to yes. make someone else not feel alone. And I yes. think also I have to recognize I I've lost like four people since you have. in the past you have year and a half. You have. And so I think it's important. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I'm like, you know what? Let's talk about the different ways that grief can look so yeah. that people are not kicking themselves and feeling like they should feel like grief should look like a or certain Or they're not way. grieving Nobody. if their grief or they're doesn't not look grieving. like somebody else's grief. Exactly. I hear you. Exactly. So I don't know what that looks like or who we should have. We should have it with somebody with no, a professional sure. background. No, for sure. We'll talk through. Because <laughs> I am wholly not the person for that. No, we'll talk it but, through. We'll work it out. Yeah, I just think that that would be good as I'm, as as we read. That's a thought that came up. But we're going to move on to some self-cares before our last self-care. I know that's right. Whatever, whatever of the year. That's so it. let's see you all there. All right. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Have you been, you know, trying to get on the budget train and found subscriptions you forgot about or you paid for twice and didn't realize it? Or did you figure out that some of the some of the networks combined and then your favorite shows are on one app, but you're paying for both of them? Well, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Something we all need in this economy. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. How much of a win does that sound like? All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay, that's no small feat. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash grown. That's rocketmoney.com slash grown. Rocketmoney.com slash grown. I deserve Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Greetings. It is the last self-care of the year. Um, no pressure. No pressure. And I was, I, I could not figure out what I was going to do. But I actually want to, I would because I said, you know, I want to shout out some some people in this in the space that I am in. I went to a fantastic dinner the other day uh, hosted by Heinz and Marcus Samuelson it was under the Black Kitchen Initiative which you all know the Black Kitchen series is under the Black Kitchen Initiative Mm -hmm. and this particular series is called Open Kitchen and so it they will take a a celebrity chef or a known chef especially Marcus who does so much with Mm -hmm. um with the Black Kitchen Initiative and pair with black chefs because you know the Black Kitchen Initiative gives money to uh, black restaurants who have faced issues during the pandemic and so forth and so on to help to elevate and lift all of us on this platform. And so there was a collaboration between uh, Chef Marcus Samuelson and Chef Joy Crump and Beth Black, who have a a restaurant in Fredericksburg, Virginia, called Foodie and Mercantile. Oh. Yes. Love that. And so it was the taste of Virginia, mm-hmm. um, paired along with some inspiration and some collaboration with for for a couple of dishes with Marcus, and just had a fantastic time. They had live. It was at Red Rooster. Okay. They had um, a live band for us with a singer who was singing everything from Earth, Wind, and Fire to Shaka Khan to Anita Baker. Love it. And. And I loved it. She was a sassy. Ooh, she was a sassy thing. Okay. She was sassy and she Love was flat. Um, and it was just a good time. They had sweet potato biscuits with an mm. orange marmalade and a delicious compound butter. Mm. We had a good pickle shrimp with like j- different chilies and shallots and fennel. Mm. Um, a roasted carrot soup with ginger and coconut and cilantro oil. And then they did. Mm. The collaboration 
with Marcus. They did a smoked pork tender loin mm. with some sweet potatoes, wow. some creamed collard greens. What? I've never had a creamed collard. Delicious. Let me let me do it due oh diligence so gosh. I can read it to you as it should be. Okay, so we had cream collards. Is shrimp crazy. And all that. So we had that's uh, wild. First. It was smoked Virginia pork tenderloin with whipped oh. sweet potatoes, which were delicious. Yikes. Uh, Miss Lewis's creamed collards, savory granola, sour apple, and a sage pan sauce. And what? when I tell you the flavors were hitting, yes. I want to do a creamed collard so bad now. I am, and then the second like dish was intrigued, mm. but like almost like what? I don't understand no. what that means. You would, it's like a creamed spinach, but with collard greens. Wow delicious and then um the second dish which was the collaboration was a mushroom ferrotos ferrotos so it's which is similar to risotto but it's ferrotto okay and it's made with portobello mushrooms pumpkin coconut farro injera crumble and mm. i don't generally like injera but the injera crumble mm. pecorino cheese and a special black cherry garnish that ferrotto if you like risotto, you'll like it. Mm. Was seasoned to perfection. So if you're anywhere in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area, um, or want to take a little road trip for the day because you're in the DMV, mm -hmm. go to Foodie and Mercantile. I'm interested. I mean, I'm about to see how long, how far it is away from the house myself. You actually check it right now, sis, because when I come there, we can go together I'm about because to. when I t I Say didn't less. even ask for a drop of hot sauce. I didn't ask for no salt or pepper or anything. Foodie and Merc. Is it F-O? Is it D-Y or D-I-E? F-O-O-D-E and then Mercantile, M-E-R-C-A-N-T-I-L-E. Mercantile. Is it Mercantile or Mercantile? It's Mercantile. I thought so. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not that dumb. <laughs> And they had such lovely spirits too, Chef Joy and Chef Beth. They just, they were so gracious and their food was so good. I was like, y'all really could have been some haughty bitches up in here and I would have still been pleased because this food is just, but the fact that they were so gracious and so lovely in spirit was just. It's about an hour and a half from me. Okay, so we're taking a road trip when I come to see you then. Yep. We're going to Foodie and Mercantile, but if you all are anywhere in the vicinity, please, please, please. Tell them they didn't. I didn't get to meet them, but tell them probably the host of the Black long. Kitchen series sent you. It's probably no, not that far because it's Friday. It's we recorded on Friday afternoon, so we this is probably with Friday afternoon traffic. Oh, so I will check it again. I'll check it again once you know when the when the uh, traffic is not crazy because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. uh, it says it's about fifty miles, fifty three miles. Oh, yeah, that's like it's an should, hour. Yeah. How long does it take you to get to um, Manassas, Virginia, with no traffic? Forty-five to an hour. Okay, so it'll so it might be like an hour ten. Mm -hmm. It's between it's between Manassas and Richmond, but like closer to Manassas, but like between. That's where that's how I looked it when I looked on the uh, maps. Cause... Mercantile. Yeah, I found the website. It says that it is yeah Frederick Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. So like there's the foodie and then there's the mercantile. So there's like uh so like the oh I see. So mercantile is like a little store. Where oh, they sell, okay, it's a shop. Where they sell things, right? 
Oh, I love those too. There's always delicious imported goods they got and all kinds of things. Mm. And, and all kinds mm. of things. And then they You know I who else has that is uh oh, oh, oh. Oh, what? 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 I was looking at their their men they this is their this is their um I was looking at their uh they have their food and their and wine. They have bread that their food and wine their wine list is crazy. Oh, I love someplace with an extensive wine list. Oh, we're definitely going. It's a me and Toya are gonna come to DC nuts. and we're all going to They have a list, they have separate menus, red, white, port, bubbly. <laughs> Oh! And each is like pages and pages. I'm like, oh, these... oh! <laughs> oh, that's the bouge that I like to partake in. <laughs> Love a wow. good bougie experience. This is crazy. Love with this. delicious food because I I I'm not lying to you all, and nobody asked me to do this. This food was so good. Like I want you all, if you're in the vicinity or you're looking to take a little trip for a day. Go to find a little bed and breakfast or something and go and support them because they deserve to be supported. Their food was absolutely phenomenal. It really was. I am black eyed peed, black eyed peas hummus. Mm. <clears throat> they have a oh, maple you know brine. What? Black eyed peas would make a good consistency yeah. for a hummus. They have a shrimp and grits, uh, mm. a maple brined pork chop. Ooh! <laughs> So, darling. <laughs> Pan roasted free bird. What's that? Chicken? Free bird. Uh-huh. Oh, their cream collards is on here. Cream collard, sun-dried tomato, and crispy shallot. Yeah. Oh, a crispy shallot, too? Oh! <laughs> yeah, man. This is nice. I like this. I would go here. Oh, we, you know, we're going. 900 Princess Anne Street, Fre- Fredericksburg, Virginia. Can you all go support... Go support and tell them that Getting Grown sent you, even though they don't know who Getting Grown is. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. But I was so shout out to Hines, shout out to Open Kitchen, shout out to Chef Marcus Samuelson, shout out to Chef Beth and Chef Joy, and shout out to Foodie and Mercantile because y'all are doing good, 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 delicious work in the food scene. And I yes. and it, I had such a good time. I took Jasmine and Mary with me and. And the three of us were like, this was an unexpected, really nice evening. Like, Very nice. it was just really, really nice. So, I just wanted to shout them out. That was my self care this week. I love live music. I, you know, I love food. I love oh, good love food. It. And I love people with good spirits. So, what you got for your final self care of the year? My final self care is that I've committed to, um, well, the month of December uh, is my birthday month, but I am. Um, Working really hard to, um, I'm in a place of like radical self acceptance mm-hmm. uh, and honesty, and sort of just sitting with myself, and so winding down projects at work and getting ready to take real vacation, um, and sort of embrace and stillness. And so this week has really been like preparing to rest. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. if that makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. But I've been preparing <laughs> you know? to rest, putting things into place. Um, <laughs> you know, getting my house together, getting my calendar together, making sure that I've sort of, you know, 
answered all of my emails and fulfilled all of my obligations so that when I really close this laptop, I can really have peace that I'm good and it's okay and nothing will fall apart. And so I've been really intentional and focused on doing things that make me feel good, trying to reconnect to my body um, and, and trying to reframe my working out, um, mm-hmm. not attaching it to sort of milestones or goals, but just sort of trying to be consistent and making it a part of my everyday. Um, I want to move more and, you know, just sort of be more locked in. I feel like uh, throughout the year, you get so distracted and so consumed with all that's going on around you and all that you have to do that it's really easy to sort of disconnect from yourself. So I've been really intentional about plugging in and getting reconnected with me, Um, writing in my prayer journal more. And I I will admit that, you know, I had gotten away from the practice of setting time aside to pray. I feel like I won't say that I stopped praying because I just kind of talk to God all the time throughout Mm -hmm. my day. But there was a time in my life where I would set aside time to sit and and pray and talk mm-hmm. out my thoughts and feelings and and if I'm honest I feel most clear mm-hmm. and most settled and okay and secure when I pray mm-hmm. and I just let busyness rob me of that intention and mm-hmm. I realized it and just sort of said, that's not, that's not, I don't want to, I don't want to get out of that practice. And so I've been intentional about reconnecting to myself, but mm-hmm. reconnect by reconnecting to God and being more thoughtful and intentional about having communication with him, sitting and praying, mm-hmm. but sitting and listening for him to speak back to me. Um, and so I am sort of making that my theme or focus for mm-hmm. um, this month. And I'm excited about what will come mm-hmm. of this um, because I feel like this is home. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. home. I feel most like Kia when I have that time, when I set aside that time. Mm. So. Mm. That's my self care. I'm back to praying. We praying. Not <laughs> We praying out here. We praying out here. We praying. We talking to God early and often. We like, hey, 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 hey. I'm back. And if I may, yes. for those who are comfortable, pray for the downfall of these powers that be. Okay, oh, pray for that too. Be. That's what I be. I be praying for the good. I be praying for the people. I be praying for the gratitude. But I be praying for the downfall. <laughs> Of the people who don't care about humanity, and I'll just leave it right there. I will say that you know I hear that I the God that I serve, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that have painted a portrait of the God that they serve in a very in in a way that doesn't align mm-hmm. with what I know about God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say that the God that I serve is a God who is just. And he sees to it and he is most concerned with the least, the lost and the left out Mm. 
folks will have mm. you to believe otherwise. Oh yes, no. <laughs> I, listen, I am a child of Congo. Okay, that's that's, that's and what I'm I gonna know. leave it right there. And if you, <laughs> if you know, you know. So. <laughs> I, you know, it ain't all, it ain't all peace and love and everything else, especially when people ain't offering no peace and love. Copy here. So Jesus was not the hippie that y'all make him out to be. Okay. No, he wasn't. Was not. But that's, that's a different conversation for a different day. A child of the Congo will fight. Yes. Okay. Different conversation for a different day. In in any <laughs> case, we love you guys. We appreciate we you. We value you. I am I am grateful. I thank God mm-hmm. for this space. Getting grown was not anything that I ever imagined for myself. But I no. know for sure that this was this had to be something that God had in mind for mm-hmm. me and for my sis. I'm very grateful that I get to have this experience and be on this journey with you, sis. And I'm grateful Same. that we um are in it together, building this space Same. for us to live out loud and learn out loud. And we, we sure love y'all. we sure have. We love you all for real. I still also I'm gonna be honest. I feel like I mean clearly we w- would not have done getting grown if we were not cl- so close, right? No, and we for sure. But I, I do feel like um in this journey of figuring ourselves out and 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 going through so many different twists and turns and trials and tribulations and testes. Um <laughs> Cause it's been some dick too. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Why are we so dick? unserious as a show? Oh my I'm lord! Sorry. Please but continue. It going through all of that. Um, I feel like there is a strengthening in our relationship that sure. might not have otherwise been right, yeah. or it may have come in a very different way but we because we've had to have certain conversations you know it's just strengthened us even more and it's strengthened us individually but also together as a unit and so I love you and I'm so grateful for you and I love this space and I'm grateful for you all and you guys solidify these feelings so much more with these letters and and letting us know how you feel you know, reminding us that we're not speaking to the void <laughs> um, and that this is actually community. And so, yes. you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you from our hearts. And we'll yeah. see y'all in 2024. Shall we close out? Or shall we have one last petty beef? Or should we, cl- should we end this on this kind of note at the end of the year? What do you think? I think we should end it here. Okay. We'll like come in that. on a petty note. <laughs> I'll come in on a few of them. So, <laughs> I mean, unless you have one, do you have a petty peeve ready? It's not anything. It's not anything that is necessary to close this year out. Um, okay. I just, know, I just want to sort of, I want, I want us to stay in this, in this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I didn't anticipate the letters to do what they did, but Ooh. I, I want to, <laughs> I want to sit with those. I, I feel like there was a reason why Must every been. time we were going to do an honesty box or we're like, oh, we're going to do some listen to letters. And then the kitchen tables will go so long. And it's like, you know, OK, we don't we won't do any this week. It's I think there's a reason why we we had this <laughs> accumulation of them <laughs> at this time. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. And I think this is the perfect note For sure. to close to close out. So for the last time this year. 
Tell the people what to do, sis. Make sure that you are moisturizing your mind by attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. Make sure that you are moisturizing your insides by drinking as much or at least enough <laughs> water. Yes. Um, as you know, as, as all that you can access and ingest. Make sure you're doing that. And you always and often you want to moisturize your skin, sis. Tell them why. Because your black will crack if it's ungrateful. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be dry. Nobody wants dry. Nobody and wants ungrateful a skin. Spiritually dry and ungrateful giant organ. <laughs> a lot of people. By, that's what I'm gonna start telling folks. You look ungrateful. You look ungrateful. What did Noah call uh, Kelly and Conway? Sad and useless. Sad and useless. <laughs> you look ungrateful and sad and useless. She looks Look sad. at us ending this on. Uh, I know. We said we weren't going to be petty. We can't, we can't even help it. ourselves. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>